To Rainbow Beach, to the Switch, and everything in between. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. Have fun, guys! Go and have fun now. Your new local. You can love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. Happy Tuesday, Rush Hour family. Triple M's Rush Hour. Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. We are back. Great to be back for 2024. Can I tell you both about something that I went to last week? Yes. Your friend and mine, Russell Crowe. <laughs> he loves me so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's my best mate. He was not a fan of we me. We had Rusty on oh. the show. Was it last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah. When he was performing in Brisbane with yeah. his indoor garden party. He did not appreciate that I was asking about Pedro Pascal, no. who's everyone's daddy at the moment. Yeah. Like, he just really was not a fan. He was no, like, who is really that? He really didn't want to get into it. No, I really. Don't know yeah, who he is. yeah. I was like, dude. Pedro Pascal's like the hottest man on earth That's right now. That's a very so. good Rusty, by the way. Yeah. That was very good. I watched Gladiator earlier this, in the holidays. Well, apparently there's no character called Gladiator. Oh, yeah, Maximus Decimus. Gladiator 2, they've wrapped on filming. Yeah, that's anyway. Pedro Pascal. Yes, exactly. Hmm. And uh, Rusty, look, it yeah, wasn't the warmest is, interview look, we've ever had. He just didn't like me, I don't <laughs> think. I think it was a personal attack at me. He's, but a, anyway. he's a Sam Riley man. Uh, but... <laughs> We he performed on the Gold Coast. He yes. was performing at Miami Marquette with his indoor garden party, and my mum. You want to try that again, Miami Marquette? Miami, what did I say? Miami, Mama. Miami Marquette. He was performing there with his indoor garden party, and my mum had purchased tickets for my dad as a surprise birthday present. It's a nice gift. Not that dad is a particular fan of Russell Crowe's music. But he, he loves live music. Okay. You give him a ticket to any – free, ticketed, whatever. He loves watching live music. So we went along, my dad, Alana, and I, and went along to Miami Marquetta. Can I tell you, it was a ball. It was so it. much fun. Great. It was uh, – look, he's not the world's greatest singer, but I think he probably knows that. But Pretty good actor. he's got incredible stage presence. Oh, yeah. And he can tell a yarn. Yep. And he, you know, he's not bad up there. Okay. He, and it what, was a right? lot of fun. Did you have a good night? Yeah, I had a, we had a great time. My oh, dad good. might be signing up to the Russell Clover fan club. He had, a, he, he, had, he had an absolute ball. We had a great time. He did a cover of uh, Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues yep. where yep. he played guitar. And I, my only, if, if Russell wanted to take some notes from me, play more guitar. When, when he, mm. he didn't have a guitar around him for much of it, but when he did, it, it felt like he came good. alive. Yeah. He's very talented. Yeah. Surrounded by a bunch of tremendously talented musicians as well. It was a great, great show. And I would say to anybody out there, if you do get a chance and you might turn your nose up at the idea of Russell Crowe playing music, yeah, it's worth going along. Okay. It really is. Great. I do have one flag. Okay. The merch table. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, merch, band merch, Music event, gig merch, fine. Mm. Everyone does it. Mm-hmm. What I I don't know how many Blu-ray copies of the Water Diviner he sold. <laughs> no, he didn't have that. He didn't no. trot that old chestnut out. Did the water, he? Which is not which is a no, great a, film it was too. A shit movie, mate. <laughs> and it on was Blu-ray. Shit house. Not even, no just, not even just DVD, it was Blu-ray. How fancy. Let's oh, call God. it for what it is, trash. I don't blame Russell for his merch table setup, but I did think. <laughs> was it like a fake DVD from Bali or something? He's Someone's had them. He's had them done cinema. overseas and he's just trying to flog them off. <laughs> you should have started this conversation with that. He it's can't like... be a good bloke if he's flogging off the water diviner Again? at a table, a collapsible table. He's got somebody from the band there afterwards trying to get rid of them. I'm sorry. 
Uh, anyway. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> show Russell. was great. Merch not so much. <laughs> Pat Cummins, um, Australian cricket captain. Uh, very, very good at bowler. Exceptional bowler. Actually an exceptional cricket captain. Um, but I don't know why he continues to think that he's some sort of politician. Now, on January the 25th, 2023, he made a statement where he said, my job is to play cricket and lead the team and do my best. Amen. (laughs) Amen, my friend. That is exactly what you're supposed to do. What's he done now? Well, first, we know that the Alinta Energy, where he's on this Cricket for Climate group, and he, he absolutely said he, he he questioned Crickets Australia $40 million sponsorship deal with Alinda Energy. So that's all ta-da. Now, now they've got a new one, Toyota, on the front. Love Toyota. Very proud of it, but well done. <laughs> he then, today, has weighed into the Australia Day debate, whether or not the date should be changed. And this, remember this idiot, the boss of Cricket Australia, is not acknowledging uh, Australia Day at the Gabba Test this Friday. That's a whole other argument. I'm not going to get on my soapbox about that. But I am sick of Pat Cummins making comment on political issues and this. And is this he is what making he said today. comment? But he's not bringing opinions. Let's, let's have a listen to, to Pat's comments today. Uh, I think this conversation um, kind of comes up every every you know, every year, really, and Cricket Australia has been pretty consistent over the last uh, four or five years in, in the way they approach it. You know, my personal opinions is, uh, you know, I absolutely love Australia. I think it's the best country in the world by a mile, and I think we should have an Australia Day, but um, I think we can probably find a, a more appropriate day to, to celebrate it. Mate, I, I Why never... Why is that so I offensive I never saw the, the initial PM next to the end of your name, Prime Minister. Yeah, but did he get? Did he make comments or was he asked a question? He, was he, asked a question. he doesn't need to offer an opinion about political issues. He is a sportsman. I'll but go back to his comment. he didn't really comment. offer a massive opinion. It was just in my personal opinion. I he think was, we could look at the date change. He was asked questions by three journalists today, by your mob, at a press conference and responded. My job is to play cricket and to lead the team and do my right. best. So, well, then it's, it's Don't your... Don't offer opinions on... Uh, cricket for climate and and okay. renewables. But you don't offer things you on Australia shut him Day. Down though, if he didn't say anything, now, if he disappointed it. I don't want to hear from the Australian cricket captain about changing the date and his opinion on Australia Day. So no one, I, I don't want to hear it. You're a fast bowler, mate. I want to talk about how you're going to knock the windies over in two days, so uh, we can have the weekend. Hold on. Now you go to these press conferences. Yes. He has responded to questions today. That's why those comments have come about. Well, Stephen what? Miles no, no, was no. offered. Stephen, what? what did Stephen Miles say? I don't want to get into that. I, I don't want to be the aggressive. Stephen Miles, the Premier, was asked about the same thing. That's Anthony Albanese, Anthony Albanese the Prime Minister, was refused to comment. We don't want to comment on that. I'm not going to. You know, people get outraged about everything. But if Why he's happy he enough to? to talk about it and happy enough to give his opinion, I think he's entitled to. Why? Shut to, your to, mouth, Pat. Why? Just Hold on. Not. But he's so been asked at a press Lisa conference. Was a, Lisa was a four-time Olympian. Yep. If she'd been asked about her opinion about a social issue during her time as a professional I have swimmer, said anything. She have you said don't anything. think she's no, 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 but you don't think she's entitled to an opinion? I, I don't think anybody is. This is a much bigger issue. Like I just think, like, why are we asking our athletes on social issues? They're sports people. Well, because they he is participating in an event on a day that is. Not ideal for a large majority of our country. I wouldn't say a large majority. So you're you're asking think... him to shut up and bowl, play cricket. So is, he, is he allowed to talk about it on his social media? Yeah, but we choose to follow that. 
if we want to follow his social media, right. we can... And what happens when the news services pick up the clips from his social media and broadcast them? Well, that's fine. But Why you... is that okay? What's the difference because between Because it's on his that... own platform, not on a platform behind a banner Wait, of Australian it's cricket. it's your mob. It's the journalists who your put mob. him in that position. Your mob. You're the your... ones that turn up to these... Your... Uh, mate, I didn't turn up. I no, wouldn't no, ask no, him a sorry, question. Sorry, but this is, these are you. your peers that turn up to these sports press conferences and ask these athletes non-sports-related questions. And three times in a row if they don't so answer it. So next time you go to a press conference and someone asks a non-rugby league question of a Broncos player, I want yeah. you to shout them down and say, no, 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 we're not I here can, for that I'm nonsense. I'm happily do that. You, oh, you Mate, will bloody As if not. you would call would. out you any Broncos not. player for mixing sport and politics. Mate, no Broncos smart enough to use politics. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all those 17 players, but hang on. <laughs> That's actually a good call. <laughs> i tell you what. Look, the phones have already started lighting up. Look, one triple three five three. We're going to keep it civil, but we genuinely, it, there are two really distinct sides to this conversation. People either believe athletes aren't entitled to the opinion, you just do their job that they're paid for, which is their sport. Others believe that they're entitled to an opinion on whatever issues uh, they care to voice. So, one triple three five three. We'd love to take your thoughts on this subject. Paul from Redland Bay. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? All right. What's your thoughts on this, mate? A hundred percent agree with you. Yep. Why, Paul? Why? Because what 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 what's what's happened over the last I don't know ten twelve years? Like I'm fifty five, right? And I'm pretty sure I can remember as a kid watching watching uh, one day cricket. Yep. And it was it was over the Australia Day long weekend. Hundred percent. And it was and, and it was it was branded as Australia Day. Yep, I agree with you. And well, I don't know what's gone on. Things now... have changed probably a little bit. Well, I think then. I think yeah. I to... think the conversation is broadening a little mm. bit. Is probably more the but thing. It's, but but it's it's our one day that we're all supposed to be together. Yep. And celebrate our country. Mm. Why? Why are we having um, corporates now not selling yeah. Australian stuff in Australian flag? And and that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a huge conversation. That's a conversation yeah. about I'm with you, that, Paul. I'm with you, Thank mate. You, <laughs> Paul, Paul. Mal Thank you, Paul. Mal from Karina. Do you think we should mi- be mixing sport and politics? Abs- absolutely. Why? I mean, the stuff that came from Dobbo was just total garbage. <laughs> to be honest. He was making a political statement about Pat making a political statement. Oh, I'm not making any political way. statements at all. I'm saying I don't want to hear from him. I, I don't have, you haven't heard my view on it. I haven't never pushed my view at all on what I think. Mate, your your view is what they call cancel culture. So straight away, the moment he said something that you didn't like, you didn't want to hear it. Ooh. No. He's got you there, Dobbo. No, no, it's not, got you not there, cancel culture. Right. Mate, I have you, – both of you know my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't offer it because I actually don't think it's my place to actually do that. Right. Pat Cummins is an Australian cricketer. He's paid paid money, big money, to bowl and, and lead the country, right. not to offer opinions about what he thinks that should happen on is Australia Is he leading Day. the country? Oh, well, leading the cricket team. <laughs> leading hey, the cricket uh, team. Mal, thank so you for your call. And... Dobbo thinks that free speech just shouldn't exist. That's what I'm Mal, that is a bouncer worthy of Pat Cummins himself there. Well done. <laughs> might have got the wicket. No, I don't think so. Dane Varsity Lakes, hello, mate. How's it going? Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with Dobbo here, and I'm totally in opposite to what Malcolm just said, is that freedom of speech, well, what about people that actually support Australia Day? Yes. And Australia Day is supposed to be a day to welcome all new Australian citizens, regardless of their culture and that, welcoming new Australians and that. But everybody wants to turn it into um, 
this, the whole political thing about when Australia Invasion Day. Yes. What, what about all the, the new Australians that we're welcoming into Huge the ceremonies taking place all across It's a it. really good point, Dane. And I, I'm, my personal opinion on it and my take on it is that I don't think anybody's being told not to celebrate. I think no. there are parts of the community and parts of the broader population in this country, not majority, but parts, that don't view it as a day of celebration okay. and therefore they don't want to celebrate okay. it. And I don't, but I don't think Dane or any of the new citizens are, are being told you can't celebrate this day. It's you, just that other say, people don't choose to celebrate well, it. Well, then why is one organisation making a choice? There'll be 40,000 people there on f- Friday. And they're making a choice on behalf of all the 40,000 people well, not to celebrate it when everybody's there to celebrate. Anyway. Well, sorry, but you can't say that everybody's there to celebrate it because you don't know that. You, no, don't, know you, the, the majority, you don't know the opinions the of majority the 40,000 people. You don't know the opinions of the 40,000 people turning up to the cricket on the day, right? Cricket Australia is, I don't think they're saying you can't celebrate. What they're saying is that we're just not going to make a like massive thing. acknowledgement well, of it. Well, they're not mentioning it. it. Yeah, exactly. No so they're not zero ma- yeah. So they're just not going to make a thing of it. Yeah, I disagree with them. We've got time Vir- for one more. Virginia from Burley Waters. Do you think Pat Cummins should be talking about Australia Day? Um, hi, Liz. We love your show. Um, yes, look, I think that ship sailed. I understand the sentiment. It's just a pity that we have yet another thing that's divisive. Yeah. Um, um, the, 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 the day that social media was invented was the day that uh, sports people are entitled to have their opinion because every noggin can have an opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I love that. You gave the silent majority a voice. <laughs> Bang! A good one, Virginia. I love that. Mic drop from Virginia in Burley Waters. I might be nominated twice after this conversation because I've just Googled something on the work computer and I don't think I should have Googled it because HR might have some questions as to why I've been Googling WikiFeet and my name on the work Wi-Fi. What's WikiFeet? It's called WikiFeet. So I like Wikipedia, but it's like for feet. And so I came across, I knew nothing about it until I spoke to an old coach of mine and he was telling me that there's this page and it shows celebrities' feet so all feet pictures of people who obviously find feet very fascinating and whatever. And people are being offered money to be sending private pictures of their feet. So, so hang on, people have got a foot fetish. People might have a foot, foot fetish, well, whatever. They, I'm not going to yuck bait. someone no, else's no, no, yuck. Whatever raise your bait. Whatever. But I'm on there. So I yeah. thought I was like, oh, I'll hang have on. to... I have to have a look what my rating is because I'm very concerned. You should never Google yourself. Are you looking it up, Liam? <laughs> on wikifeet.com oh, forward yeah. slash Liesl Jones. Did you find it? Wikifeet is the collaborative celebrity feet website. Yeah, that's right. So you know you've made it when you've made it on Wikifeet. Uh, do, you, do you want to say, yeah? You've had 52 total votes. Yeah. Your feet <laughs> have a four and a half star rating. Are you kidding? What I love, though, is you've had... <laughs> There's a breakdown of everybody who's voted for you. Oh, 27, yeah. beautiful. Yes. 11 have said nice. Yep. 10 have said okay. Yeah, one bad. One bad. Three have said ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so the first picture that's on there is not actually me. It's very. She's got very similar feet, but it's not actually my picture. But the rest of them are. Um, yeah, quite interesting. These are just random photos Re- so of you. Th- so they've taken them off my Instagram and they've put them on this wiki feet. And, yeah, you can vote for it. Um 
everything's correct. They don't have my shoe size on there though. So for anyone, if you if you want to know, should we want, update WikiFeet? If, if you would like to, yes, you, feel what, free to what edit. Are we, what are we I'm got? going with a US ten. A US ten. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm updating it. I'm so updating it. if anyone uh, is in the mood for any of my feet, I am open to opportunities. If you would like to buy me shoes, I'm a size ten. So just, feel free. Just stay with me for a sec, Ben Dobbin. Now that you've seen it, you can't unlook at my feet, can you, Dobbo? You got long toes, Lisa. <laughs> Hey, you know what? See, I can paint them got for long you. Toes. Like I've, never you no- want... I've never noticed your feet. I've just looked at them here. Do you want a squeeze can too? You... Yeah, it's <laughs> just got very take long your sandal toes. off. We need to get some photos up on uh, social media of Lisa. It explains a lot of reason why your success. I mean, dedication yeah. and commitment got... go a long I've way got as well. Nice but high arches. We're like... all we're all friends here, right? Yeah. yeah. You think they're ugly? I don't think your feet are a four point five out of five. How dare you? I was going to say that as well. I think they're maybe a two. They look Excuse like they need me. a bit of work. See, oh, what do you think I need to improve <laughs> them? Work. I did cut it open I last mean, year. What do I need to this improve? This is coming the from a bloke who's got Buffy. a hobbit's foot over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a cow hoof. <laughs> they lost last Friday to the Sixers, but the comeback by the Brisbane Heat last night, they have won their way into the BBL final tomorrow night at the SCG against the Sydney Sixers. And it's all thanks to one man. There he goes. Brown with a beast of an innings. And fitting, he reaches triple figures with his ninth six of the innings. It is a knock of immense proportions. It was dad in the backyard against the kids type (laughs) stuff last night. It was unbelievable. And it was so good to watch. Second fastest Big Bash century ever. Uh, most sixes in an innings ever. He hit 12 sixes, 140 runs. It was nuts. And then the strikers stepped up and it was like, nah, out, out, <laughs> out, out. It was so brilliant. Your mate Spencer Johnson did come in and bowl very well. Yes, he did yeah. do very well. So they're into the final. But the story of Josh Brown becomes even more amazing because he's a bit of a journeyman. He played some cricket over in the UK. And he's 30. And, in the NT- and he's a late bloomer. He's only been with the Heat for a little over a year or so. The best part for mine is... His other job, his full-time job, when he's not out there smashing boundaries, he makes cricket bats. Perfection. (laughs) He he was out there batting with one of his own creations last night. He is an employee of a local Brisbane bat manufacturer, Cooper Cricket, and we are joined by the owner of Cooper Cricket and his boss, Rod. Rod, welcome to the Rush Hour. Thanks for having me. Can I ask you this first up? As the owner of Cooper Cricket, when you're sitting there and you're seeing some of your willow get absolutely slayed around, <laughs> do the dollar signs just start ticking over your head that everybody's coming for these bats? Last night was fantastic. It certainly puts a positive spin on our cricket bats, that's for sure. You really can't get a better endorsement than someone actually using it and using it extremely well. Surely that's got kids buying it off the shelves. <laughs> well, they certainly love uh, coming in and seeing, especially if we happen to have Josh in the workshop, which is pretty rare these days, but... When the kids come in and he's here, it's it's pure stardom. They, they just love seeing him in the shop. And it's, uh, no, it is fantastic. It's been fantastic for our brand. Being Josh's awesome. boss, what's he like as an employee? Is he hardworking? He is hardworking. He, he loves to tinker. So he does every now and again see the new shiny thing over on the side there and start tinkering on that rather than working on proper jobs. But, <laughs> no, he's, he is fantastic. Really quick learner. Uh, great employee, great person, uh, first of all. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure to have him. So what made that bat so special last night? And, and has it gone up in value after <laughs> scoring the second fastest 100 in BBL history? <laughs> well, the funny thing is the, the way we approach cricket bats is that 
we make them for the player. So whilst I'd love to say it's a magic piece of timber and we've done a magic thing to it, it's how we make our bats, to be honest. And so we just try to make them uh, ping as best they can. But the important thing is that they suit the player's style of play. And so that's maybe the difference in it really works for him and his style compared to just a, a normal bat off the shelf. When did he start working for you, Rod? Because as I mentioned, he's, you know, he came to professional cricket somewhat late. He had a stint overseas. But when did he actually start working for you? It's about four and a half years ago now. And he just came uh, just as a we needed an extra pair of hands to move some things around. And I didn't know him at all. I knew of him, um, but I just reached out to his to Northern Suburbs, which is his cricket club, and said, "Look, I need need a guy." And and they sent me Josh, and uh, he worked for a couple of weeks, and and then he he took to it like a duck to water. So he's really great. He was always very fast learning and picked it up, no trouble. Has he managed to find a couple of tickets for the boss for Wednesday night's final and some flights <laughs> down? Not yet, actually. He hasn't <gasps> uh, hasn't let me know. I have. I am going down, uh, and I have purchased my own ticket today. But no. You never know. Maybe I might, you know, be able to get in somewhere. Oh, I would hate to think that Josh Brown has gotten so far ahead of himself after this innings that he doesn't remember the man that gave him a job. Oh, we're both pretty humble people, so I don't think, you know, we don't like asking for things. So, um, I do. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah Dobbo will do it for you. Yeah. Right, no worries in that. <laughs> He's oh. got his pour out already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, look, uh, Rod, an absolute pleasure to have you come on the show. Rod Gray, uh, the owner of Cooper Cricket, uh, this wonderful local awesome. business uh, that now has this incredible spokesperson in Josh Brown who blasted the second fastest ever BBL century last night to put the Brisbane Heat into tomorrow night's final against the Sixers. I'm just going to put it out there. Virat Kohli will be buying a bat shortly. Yeah. Oh, that's, what, that's what we need. For sure. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Rod, best of luck. Travel safe down to Sydney. And here's hoping you come back with the win. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much, guys. The Triple M Rush Hours Idiot Register. I've done all the dumb Started chowing down on some peanuts. He looks at me and goes, Man, this tastes like peanut butter. Oh, God. I went to the urinal. Someone came in beside me. It was Laurie Daly. I said to him, I thought you'd be bigger. I said, could I have 12 chicken nuggets? said, we only sell six packs. I work at a bank and we saw a complaint come through. They're paying their home loan on time every month, but it's still paying interest. I said to him, oh, you must be the yachtsman that came in yesterday. And he said, yes, how did you know that? And I said, well, you've got semen all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, Hall the, the Hall of Fame of Triple M's so Idiot Register. Uh, this is, of course, where we allow people to own up to idiotic things that they or people they know have said or done. Uh, last year, the Triple M family came en masse for this. They loved it. So one triple three five three. We are opening it up for the first time. I feel like Christmas and New Year's is a particularly rich vein for. Well, you hang out with a lot of behavior. family, and a lot of things get said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's some dumb things that are said. There are. Lisa Jones. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Opening up 2024 Book of the Idiot Register, and I am number one. Uh, I'd like to what nominate you. Okay. Because you and I, uh, over the break, before we were back on air for the year, we went to the Boy Swallows Universe. It was wonderful. Premiere yes. in, in Brisbane. We in, did. In the Valley. Mm-hmm. Wonderfully. Yep. But when we sat down before the night actually started, yes. um, Carla... A friend of ours was sitting. She was my plus one. He was. And we were sitting there. We were having a bit of a chin wag. And the question was asked about what you get for Christmas. <laughs> Dobbo Carla told us that her parents had bought her a pink ticket. Yeah. Right. Right. To, well, to pink. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. 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 
really, really nice present. Really good yeah. present to the concert. She's yeah. out later this year. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what old mate over here? What'd she said? say? Oh, that's nice. What sort of car have you got? <laughs> I thought her parents paid her pink slip for it. <laughs> I was like, I was so confused for so long. I was just like, what do you mean? They paid for your pink slip. Why would they do that? That's really boring. She's like, no, a ticket to pink. Oh, whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. on the register. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight so, up. Welcome, I, that was a very blonde moment, that yeah, yeah. one. Sorry. It wasn't your finest moment. No, it so. really wasn't. But, geez, did my eyes light up when I said, beautiful. <laughs> no, I that down. Straight up. We've got an opener for the idiot register when it returns on air. You are welcome. That's what we're looking for. Yes. We're looking for slips of the tongue, idiotic statements, or Actions and I, as you say, I feel like Christmas is a time of year where uh, you or someone you know or love might have done something truly idiotic, and we want to celebrate them mm. by inducting them to the Triple M Idiot Register. We got uh, some Brisbane Bullets tickets up for the Best Idiot Register nominee today. One triple three five three. We'll take your submissions next. The Triple M Rush Hours Idiot Register. I've done all the dumb started chowing down on some peanuts. He looks at me and goes, Mum, this tastes like peanut one. Oh, I went to the urinal. Someone came in beside me. It was Laurie Daly. I said to him, I thought you'd be bigger. I said, could I have 12 chicken nuggets? said, we only sell six packs. I work at a bank and we saw a complaint come through. They're paying their home loan on time every month, but it's still paying interest. I said to him, oh, you must be the yachtsman that came in yesterday. And he said, yes, how did you know that? And I said, well, you've got semen all over your face. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. Lisa Jones is already inducted for 2024. I'm the inaugural for 2024. You, you're, you're top yeah. of the list. Until after, someone overtakes me. Uh, somebody in the office received a pink ticket for their Christmas from their parents, and you thought that their parents had paid for their pink, pink slip on slip. their car. Yeah. I even know they did pink slip. We anymore. don't here <laughs> in Queensland. Yeah, I mean, I was like, what, what, what is, is that? Yeah, yeah that's why I was confused. Let's induct some idiots. Yeah. Jill from Belmere, good afternoon. Hey, guys, how you going? Good. Really well. Who would you like to nominate for the idiot register? Uh, my daughter, um, about 10 years ago, she was eight and um, we were going through a phase of loving lamb shanks. So we were at a country pub sitting down to lamb shanks and she looked at me seriously. She said, mum, where about the lamb shanks come from? I looked at her and she goes, chickens. <laughs> Dead set, guys. She thought it came from chickens? <laughs> yes. Oh. Now, Jill, yeah. I, let's, I, <laughs> okay. I will remind you that there is someone on this show that thought that eggs were dairy. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just Liam. saying, yeah. I sympathise uh, with your daughter. I don't. I sympathise She's straight with on the register. <laughs> She's the on the register, shank. Jill. Well done, Jill. Your daughter's on the idiot register. Ian from Burp and Gary, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, guys. How are we? Really well. Who would you like to nominate, uh, mate? My beautiful fiance. Oh, no. Who? Drink carefully. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm glad she can't hear me right now. <laughs> <laughs> they find hey, out, we, trust me. All right, a couple of weeks ago, I bought a couple of scratches for her, so we got the finder words one, and she's going through the scratch, 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 and one of the one of the things we had to find was, was a flower one smell, right? So she's scratching through. She's finally revealed this word, and she's sounding out, and she goes, lavender, lavender. And I'm like, bub, it's lavender. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it, eh? I could not believe it. Lavender? Yeah, like, lavender. So, 
Yeah, so now now she's stuck with Lavender. So there's a couple of us that now call her Lavender who was around. That is wonderful. I love that. I could be that person. That's, yeah, that, that could be you, Dave. That, that is the best. They're, they're the best nicknames when you come yes. up with stuff like that too. That's and great, I love Ian. That. I Ian. love it. Yeah. Terry from Narangba, who would you like to put on the idiot register? Uh, look, I'm going to dob myself in. Go yeah. for it. Oh, look, it was some years ago, I was at the RSL, and um, I'd, I hadn't really had lunch, so I was pretty hungry, and we went there for dinner, and uh, it was actually my first time to the RSL, so I wasn't familiar with the ongoings, and come six o'clock, they, they play the last post, um, sure. but, be, but before they do that, they, they turn the music down, and the, and the pokies, and everything, the lights down, anyhow, I was just about to tuck into me. Uh, roast dinner, and uh, that happened, and I've just gone really loudly, oh, you're joking. Oh, <laughs> and, Terry. Oh. And I didn't know the last place, uh, the last post played, and oh, oh man, I, I felt so small. Oh, <laughs> Idiot. Terry. Idiot. <laughs> oh. And, he thought oh. the power had gone, he was going to miss out on the roast. I, I nearly had to leave the place. Terry, I thought you would Terry, would've. how old are you, mate? Mate, I, I'm I'm in my fifties. How have uh, you never been to an RSL yeah. before? Right, this was in my twenties. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, so still. some yeah. years ago. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we can yeah. see. I think we can uh, still I'll, still I'll never live it down because I had one of my mates with me and and, and he <laughs> and he looked at me and he got secondhand embarrassment. Oh, I <laughs> bet. I Ooh. bet. Well, we're putting twenty-year-old Terry on the idiot register. Time for one more. Amy from Brassel. Good afternoon. How are you? Who would you like to nominate? Uh, good afternoon, guys. I'd like to nominate a previous flatmate that I used to live with. Yeah. <laughs> she came up to me all serious one afternoon. She goes, Amy, how do you spell ADHD? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> I, my response was, I'm going to give you a minute on that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to And that's the reason you've got it. That's the reason you've got it. Yeah. <laughs> that's your diagnosis right there. <laughs> you okay? I don't know how to tackle this. Next bit. Oh, okay. Do we need to be cautious or? Well, let's just be honest. Yeah. Dobbo, Lisa and I. We've noticed some we've things. We've noticed some things about you. We're only two shows back into the new year and we've we've just noticed some stuff. We just, and we thought we'd raise it with you just, yeah. I think we just need to have a little chat. Why? What have I done? You've come back from the break and you let me start by saying you look great. Yeah. Yes. You look great. You do. I know you've, you've been training hard. You've, you've did you the Noosa Triathlon. You look refreshed. You look great. Do I look like I lost weight over You do. You look like you've lost weight. You look like a new man, if we could say that. Which is, I think, what leads to the question. <laughs> oh, we're not going down this road. <laughs> have, you, yeah. have, have you had some professional assistance with your image? No. Have you had a style upgrade? Have, has somebody... have you been working with a stylist? No. What do you mean? We know you always dress nicely, thanks to your mates at Ariat. We know that. Yes. But there is there's some other things that we've noticed. We know that we know that Ariat don't make glasses for one, (laughs) and there is a new pair of glasses that you've been wearing, which we just need to question where they were purchased and who suggested that they were a good purchase. There's a new pair of specs that have made their debut today. We're talking these. (laughs) You look like a turtle. Okay. <laughs> What's going on with the specs, mate? Okay. 
Righto. Okay. <laughs> you want to be critical about my glasses. I wore glasses I yesterday, did. did I? You know? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Were your you old had ma- your old man glasses okay. on yesterday. Right. You've got some okay, new I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about this, and this is something that goes through most people's lives at 47, 48. I'm going blind. I don't know what happened. It just came up and crept on me. at, And I was they away at Coke Rainbow. Bottles. Oh, hang on. Just wait up. I was at Rainbow Bay, and I looked at the menu you know, at the jungle, the Mexican restaurant yeah. up there, the jungle, one of my favourites up there, and I couldn't read the menu. I'm like, holy hell. Do you Things know what are you have bad. to do is you take a photo on your phone and then you enlarge well, it. Well, I turn the flash oh. on my phone. So I booked in with APSM. Next Monday, 8.30, I'm going to get my eyes checked. I'm going to. Oh. So you. then there's a great chemist at, at Rainbow Bay or, or yep. Coolangatta on the back things. It's like a chem, chem pro. Chem pro. Yep. I went in there. And off the advice of my uh, sister-in-law and Sean, she goes, mate, just go in there and you can get glasses hmm. that, and you find them. Now, off these the are prescription off stuff, the shelf. Off the rack stuff. Yeah, these are, fun. and I'm 2.5s. It's- the only 2.5s are these absolute <laughs> mongrel-looking bloody glasses. And I, I – so I'm like – I just have to deal with it. So I have to deal you. with it. So the only reason I'm wearing these glasses, so I'll put if them we want to so describe the glasses, they're, they're clear frames, yes. and they're basically sort of white clear frames. Yes. You, they're two point five. You look That's like good. you've stolen those from a tech startup boss. I like, got them from Kemart. Or is it Kem, Kempro? You know, Kempro. We, when cool they were sitting on your desk today, Lisa and I were speculating <laughs> if Barry Humphreys had left some of Damon Erridge's glasses <laughs> to you in his will. Every chemist I go into, I try and find 2.5s <laughs> because I know. That. So was I've got one the, in the car. These are the ones that, that are going to stay on my desk. That was the only pair left, wasn't now, it? That was That's the only <laughs> pair left. That was the only ones left. That's, That's it. And I'm like, you, you know what? I'm that desperate till Monday. I need to get the glasses. <laughs> you are not allowed to buy another pair of glasses. <laughs> I'm getting some on Monday. I'm, yeah. getting, I'm going to OPSM. Mate, 30 on book That is your new look. I'm sorry. If you want to see these glasses, we'll pop a picture up on our Instagram, triple M underscore rush. It's a cack. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.